What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We're going deep today. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Not that we don't ever do that, but for real, we're going deep today. So there was a powerful word this past week. We did a masterclass called Healing from Hidden Abuse. And if that phrase is new to you, hidden abuse is not physical, so you can't see it but it is just as painful, just as severe, just as serious as physical abuse. Yet, since we don't recognize it and it's invisible or hidden to the eye and to most people, we don't know how to respond to it, how to fight back against it, how to deal with it, how to cut it out of our life. We don't know how to get delivered from it. None of the things, right? We don't even know how to recognize it sometimes, okay? And so this hidden abuse is often mental or psychological. It can be spiritual. It is, well, that's really where the root is, first and foremost, but it also shows up as emotional, okay? So it shows up as psychological and emotional abuse, which is often spiritual, in the root, okay? And so that's all hidden, and we went deep in this. There was so much awareness that was brought forth, a lot of validation, affirmation, confirmation of things that folks have been dealing with, and we coached through some pretty tough stuff at the end as well. So I think it ended up being around two hours, over two maybe, instead of an hour. We did this inside the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle, okay? And the replay for that is available. We don't want you to not get good teaching, all right, that is backed also with biblical truth, okay? So, because that's really where the power is. So if you want to be a part of any masterclass that we do, any three-day challenge that we do, we do these live every month. So you get a live training that is valuable, it is relevant, and it is practical. This isn't fluff. This isn't cute messaging. This is powerful content that is backed by the word of God and has authority behind it, okay? It's not cute. It's powerful. Now, it becomes powerful when you actually can receive it into your heart and apply it because you become responsible and accountable to the word that you hear. Okay, if you don't apply it, there's suffering connected to that. So, all that to say, Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, okay? This is a bundle of every single live training that we've done, okay? And you get instant access to it. You get access to all of the replays. You get access to guest interviews. We have a ton of guest interviews. And why this is important is we are changed by the power of people's testimonies, okay? So we made sure to load this bundle also with interviews. So you got masterclasses, you got three-day challenges, and you got a bunch of guest interviews and you get instant access to this. It's the equivalent of 50 cents a day and you get access to this for an entire year. So you can join us live on any upcoming challenge or training that we do. Okay, you can get access to it now. It's www.courageco.org. Click on the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle. If you happen to be inside Courage Co., it's under courses and programs, but the same thing. You'll just find the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle and get plugged in. Do not miss out. This is so, so valuable. Just getting access for this training alone will change your life, okay, when you receive it. So get plugged into that. We do have a challenge coming up on August 22nd. This is going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, and 5 p.m. Pacific. We're talking about breaking free from drama addiction because we do not need chaos and crises to be driving our life, 
because that will definitely hinder what is out ahead of you and you using your precious energy to go after destiny, okay? So we're going for it in this challenge. That's why we're breaking it down in three days. So you still got time to get plugged into that. You get instant access, like I said, when you plug into the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle. So get in there, get in there. All right, with that, (laughs) one of the pieces of the training that we did, this masterclass, We did a lot of things. We talked about how you can really recognize this hidden abuse that is covert. And covert means that it's beneath the surface. It operates in stealth mode, I like to say. It's kind of like a shark under the water. When you're just bobbing around, you have no clue that that thing could be coming for you. Or another visual is a python, right? Slowly slithering around, doesn't make any noise. It's gradually choking you and gaining a grip on you. And you don't realize it until you're choked, okay? This is how the enemy of our soul likes to operate, and it's serious. Not serious because we need him to give him more credit or give him more airtime than he's due, no. But to know that this is actively happening all the time, and we've got to be aware of it, and we've got to stay prepared so that we can fight our fight with faith and literally transform our life and what's connected to it. Okay, so this isn't a sleeping matter. We got to wake up and we got to start becoming powerful, which is all about what Courage Co. is. Courage Co. is all about helping you break free from any cowardice in your life so that you can live your most courageous and impactful story. And that takes courage. It takes faith and it takes self-mastery. Okay, and we break it all down so that it's really simple and practical, right? So we went through covert abuse And we gave you a checklist. So I'll walk through an example of that checklist, which is so, so powerful. So you can just be like, check, check, check. Okay. We also talked about control and manipulation tactics in general. Traits of people who are targeted (laughs) by some unhealthy people. What survivors of this kind of abuse experience. So you can kind of see if you're in this fog. Often a fog in general, by the way, is fear, obligation, and guilt. Fog. Okay, the road to healing and restoration, we also talked about that and spent a lot of time there. Okay, so what I thought I might do today is give you a couple of golden nuggets. Okay, we're going to talk about what this checklist is. I'm not going to break down every single thing. We did go through that. So if you want that, invest in yourself, get the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle. If um, you want to take a deep dive and listen to this whole thing, that's definitely worth your time. So grab that from the Masterclass Bundle, but I'm just going to pull some highlights here, okay? So I'm going to talk about the checklist. I'm going to talk about the road to healing and restoration and what that looks like, because sometimes we say that we want that and then we're ready for it, and then we look at what's required, and then we're like, nah, mm mm-mm, nope. But this is that that statement, choose your hard. It's going to be hard to stay in abuse, and it's going to be hard to get out of it. You just got to choose which hard you want to fight every day and which one is worth your life because it is that serious. Okay. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about how you know, how you know that you know that you know that someone is actually sent by God. You're just not trying to tell yourself that they are, but you know that they are actually sent by God. So we're going to give you some keys to recognize that somebody is actually sent by God in your life so that you don't have to Get caught up in chaos and confusion and circle mountains you're not meant to circle. We're going to make it plain, okay? Let's do this. (laughs) So let me just break down hidden abuse again if you're not familiar with this so you can start seeing it for what it is, okay? Hidden abuse is invisible, invisible abuse. It is emotional or psychological, and it leaves no physical signs or scars. It's an attack on the personality over time. 
okay? And why it's a personality attack is it attacks your mind, it attacks your behaviors, it attacks your your willpower, your decision-making, it provokes fear. And this is also this type of manipulation, right, from the manipulator. It allows them to gain more control over you, all right? And mental abuse can be described as acts that can cause someone to feel insulted or demeaned or that wear down someone's self-esteem, again, to make you weak so that you're easy to control, okay? Emotional abuse instills self-doubt in a feeling of worthlessness in victims, and it's often one of the earliest signs of an abusive relationship and can be one of the hardest forms for outsiders to detect, all right? Now, what I did preface in this masterclass is that I am not a psychologist, I am not a therapist, Okay, I have been coaching since 2009 and I've worked with many therapists personally and I've experienced a lot of therapy in my life. So I do know that realm. I still work with many people today. I have my own advisory board of people that help me, that support me. Okay, so I also have dealt with a lot of hidden abuse throughout my entire life. Okay, and that's often true with hidden abuse. So usually it's from a parent. Somebody as a parent operates this way and it becomes familiar to you doesn't mean that it's right for you or that you deserve it, but it's familiar. And so we usually seek out what's familiar, not what we deserve. Yikes. Okay. So then you find it in relationships, whether it's a work environment, whether that's an interpersonal relationship, whether that's a partner or a spouse, then you start engaging in what's familiar because you're not aware of it. So when you become aware of it, then things start becoming more clear. Okay, so a lot of times people don't even become aware of this type of abuse, especially even if they had parents that operated this way until well into their 30s. Really, really interesting stuff. Okay, so I have dealt with a lot of this. So I'm not coming on here saying that I'm a therapist in any sort of way. All right. But I do value applying the Bible to my life because that is power. And I do value people getting free. And there's so many people that sit with me on coaching calls that have this kind of pain going on in their life. And it is devastating. It is devastating. Okay. And that is not God's plan. All right. So I had two quotes that I shared. One, sometimes the heart has to break so that the soul can heal. This is sad, but often true. A lot of times we don't wake up until we hit a level of heartbreak that is so intense that God and his light can finally get in and we can actually receive it. All right. Doesn't have to take that, but a lot of times it does. Our soul, just so that you're aware, the soul is your mind, it's your will and your emotions. Okay. So it's your thinking faculties, your ability to focus, your ability to process, your ability to really interpret and apply wisdom and truth in your life, okay? Then your emotions are your ability to feel and really sense what's going on in the world, right? In your physical environment. Those are your feelings, right? And your will is your ability to make decisions, to make choices, and to make sound ones at that, all right? Now, the enemy (laughs) is operating in the world. This is sort of his domain. So he wants our soul, right? Our body is our physical. It's our little vessel, okay, that we operate in the world. Then we have our soul, which processes the world around us. Then we have our spirit, okay? So just want you to understand these different realms. You got your physical, 
body, you got your soul, okay, you're like your processing center, then you also have your spirit, which is designed to be your operating system, telling you how to process, you know how to operate in the earth, okay? What often happens is our world, okay, and the things of the world are telling our soul what's up and usually traumatizing our soul, freaking it out, getting it agitated and anxious and all sorts of things, and we don't even get connected to our spirit, which means we're not living in wisdom, we're not living in truth, and we're dealing with all sorts of messes. Yikes, okay? So this is really, really important, meaning we seek out things that we were never designed to seek out. Before our heart is given to God, it is wicked and deceitful who can trust it. It says in Proverbs 25, 28, he who has no rule over his spirit is like a city without walls. Whew, right? We just kind of let anything in. We tolerate all sorts of stuff we were never meant to tolerate. We're not even aware of the enemy and how he's operating in our lives. And that can be really, really messy, as you can imagine. Okay? Now, the checklist of somebody that we were specifically talking about, somebody that operates covertly and in a passive aggressive way, okay? What it means to be passive aggressive with this type of abuse is that the ag- the aggression, the abuse is passive, meaning it's subtle and it's intermittent. So it's not happening all the time. So you got like good things and then sometimes there's real bad, but then there's good again. So you're like, but they're not all bad. They do do these good things, but no. It's hidden abuse, okay? The abuse is constant. It's just passive in how it's being executed or administered, all right? And that's creating an addiction cycle, okay? So someone who operates this way is very hurtful, disturbing, and utterly confusing. They operate beneath the surface and are passive with their aggression, so it's easy to minimize, overlook, and excuse away for years, And in the U.S. alone, 158 million people are abused with people like this. Okay? And we really explored how this, again, is how the enemy of your soul likes to show up and kill, steal, and destroy in your life. Don't you think he wants you to be crazy and constantly mentally wiped out? Don't you think he wants you to lead your life with your emotions so that you'll never be stable? Don't you think that he wants you in so much pain and heartbreak and unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment that you could never have a pure heart and never be qualified for your assignment because you won't have the capacity to carry it out? That sounds like what the enemy might do. I don't know, but it does sound like it, right? So a checklist of... What we went through, we broke down every single one of these things one by one by somebody who is definitely operating as an abuser in your life and somebody not sent by God. Here's what it looks like. They don't have a strong sense of self. They have silent rage, which is really bizarre. Your body usually picks up on this, even though you can't put your finger on it. They're lying all the time. They have this, it's called hoovering, but there's this tactic where, especially when Um, Somebody in this case that is a victim starts to get more secure, more confident and starts laying down boundaries, then this person continues to show up in their life so they can never move on. Okay, so they constantly keep drawing this person back in. There's constant criticism. They are jealous of you. They project their issues onto you. Their words never match their actions. 
They are emotionally disconnected, even though they can pretend to be connected. They have flying monkeys, and this is an interesting term, but this is like the abuser's biggest fans, and they could be somebody that the abuser doesn't even know well. They could be like new associations, but this person tells them stories about how awful the victim is, right, and how manipulative and controlling the victim is, so that these people believe the abuser. So the abuser always has people around them that are their biggest fans that will believe their lies, okay? They take credit for your ideas. They withhold praise and recognition. This is really prevalent, too, in a workplace environment. So pay attention when you're dealing with this in the workplace. They sabotage important dates, holidays, birthdays, um, anniversaries, that sort of thing. They belittle you to teach you lessons, quote unquote, really to punish you, to then be able to control your behavior. They are self-focused and emotionally immature, so they kind of have the maturity of maybe a young child in a lot of instances, so there's still like temper tantrums and different things like that. They are always operating with strings attached, so nothing they do is from a pure place, an authentic place. They use people, that's their number one priority. They are dizzying conversationalists, meaning that you just kind of circle and circle and circle and circle. And you can have these really deep conversations, too, that are full of all different conversations in one, but you never get anywhere. Like after these conversations, you're just exhausted, have no clue what just happened and just want to give up. They create drama all of the time, like they're great actors. So what they do is they just create drama everywhere they go. They take, they take, they take, they do not love. They are not protective, so if you ever needed something or somebody were to be talking about you or telling lies about you, they wouldn't defend you. They would take, because they really very much care what other people think, so they would take sides with other people over protecting you. They create stories in their head. They have no desire to know you at your core. They have no interest in making great relationships or being accountable or taking responsibility or changing their behavior. And they use control and manipulation all of the time. So even if they're doing something quote unquote good, it's still with the intent to control and to manipulate, to change your view about them so that you think that they're still good, all sorts of things, okay? So this is a checklist. So if somebody in your life has all of those checks, that's pretty revealing that they are not for you, that this is not a healthy connection, all right? So we broke down all of those traits. We also talked about very common manipulation and control tactics. We talked about traits of ideal targets. And I'll just highlight this because, again, this is really important when you think about the enemy of your soul, okay? So ideal targets are sought out for the best qualities to exploit, manipulate, and control, like empathy, compassion, and a nurturing heart, right? So when you think about the enemy being after God's kids, right, he's after the seed that they carry. He's after their influence. He's after the change, the transformation, the destiny that's connected to them, okay? Really, really important to notice, right? And usually God's kids, if they're truly God's kids, you'll know them by their fruit. So God, the, the enemy of your soul, right, is after this kind of fruit, all right? So ideal targets, right, are, are people that 
can be manipulated, right? People that are self-reflective, for example, if somebody blames them for something, they're going to really actually take that to heart and evaluate if they did something wrong or if that was their fault. They're going to reflect on it, right? So that really works well for an abuser because they can constantly blame shift and make this target process all sorts of stuff that's really not their stuff. Okay, targets are usually smart, responsible, the ones that hold things together. They're reliable, they're loyal, they're faithful, they're resilient. They are the dreamers and the optimists of the world. They see the best in others. They're trustworthy, loving, kind, and pure-hearted. And it's really not in them to lie, which is why it's so difficult to believe that someone loves them lies. And the truth is, that person doesn't love you. Okay? Lying, controlling, and manipulating go against how targets are intrinsically made and how they operate. Like they don't have the same kind of heart. They don't think and process the same kind of way. They can't fathom this level of abuse. Okay, it's shocking. They are honest and they're real and they don't pose. They're the most genuine and authentic people. They are flexible and easygoing. They're really easy to work with in that way. They love peace and harmony. They look to see where they can improve. They don't blame others, but they take responsibility for their behavior. They are trusting people. They are full of empathy, nurturing, forgiveness, and compassion. They are incredibly intelligent and are usually the ones helping others while they're going through their own pain. They are strong, beautiful souls. Okay? These are not really dumb, gullible people. Dumb being foolish. Okay? The Bible describes somebody operating without wisdom as foolish, as a silly person. All right, somebody that's not applying wisdom to their life is a foolish or a silly person, okay? So it's really, really important. You kind of see what this person operates in and what they seek after, right? Somebody that's really forgiving, somebody that's self-reflective, somebody that overlooks faults, somebody that sees the best in people, right? Somebody that's invested in their, their growth and their personal development, right? They're constantly increasing their capacity to deal with hard things, Okay? And, and somebody that's out here to use can just literally pull on that all the time. And it's constant fuel for that person. Even though it's wearing the victim out, it's constant fuel for that person. So the journey to healing and restoration requires recognizing truth, which is why we do these monthly challenges and masterclasses to start bringing awareness. Once you have the awareness, you get to decide what to do with that. Are you going to invest in growing and developing, right? Are you going to invest in your future or are you going to stay and what you now see is not healthy? Okay, so we're just going to go through some signs of a sick soul and then we're going to compare that with how you know somebody is actually a godsend, okay? So this is really interesting. When your soul is sick, and this is often how we get caught up in relationships like this, our soul is sick, okay? Our mind's not right, our emotions aren't right, our heart's not right right? And all the issues flow out of your heart. So that's why we often have to have a broken heart so that God can get in there, deliver us from things, help us walk out healing, recovery, and restoration. It's really, I don't believe we can do it without God. I definitely tried. And I see a night and day difference between (laughs) doing things my way and doing things with God totally different, all right? But signs of a sick soul. You want something different in your spirit, but your head or your mind and heart are stuck. It's like an addiction and withdrawal, right? So there's withdrawal symptoms when you have an addiction. So there's this like pain and temptation in this whole spectrum of emotions. 
The way we think, the way we choose, the way we feel, this is all directed by our soul. Okay, this is all where that operates. A soul tie is a somewhat of like a church lingo, right? A soul tie, what this means is it affects the soul and causes you to think and feel and choose outside of God's will if it's an ungodly soul tie. Okay, there's godly soul ties too, but an ungodly soul tie has you thinking, feeling, and choosing outside of God's will. So it's pulling you out of alignment. And it develops in a season when the soul is out of balance with the spirit. Okay, and it can really happen when we're just not in relationship with God. Okay, the spirit, as we were mentioning earlier, the spirit is this part of you that's actually divine and it comes from God. Okay, it's where you connect with God. And when the soul is sick, an individual's life is poisoned. It's like a broken down immune system. And when the spirit and soul are actually aligned, though, you can withstand evil influences. It's not to say that they don't come. They still absolutely come, but you can withstand them now. If you don't take care of your spiritual life, however, the outside physical will always be unruly. It will always be messy. Okay, so some traits. A sick soul is disconnected from the influence of the Holy Spirit and governed by its own whims. Crazy making, right? Because when left to your own whims, just think about this for you. How does that usually work for you? (laughs) Right? We make a mess of our own life when we're left to our own defenses, when we're left to our own um, unhealthy patterns and programming, our trauma and our triggers, right? We create messes from that. All aspects of your soul are influenced by the things of the world. That makes you sick. The spirit in you is protected by the Holy Spirit. An unhealthy soul tie disrupts the balance of a divinely guided soul. And it moves out of emotions. It's irrational, it's rebellious to God's will, and it's driven by feelings. I just feel this, this, and this. A healthy soul is submitted to the will of God spiritually, intellectually, physically, and emotionally. Okay? The Word of God, when we're reading the Word of God, the Bible, it exposes and disposes of everything toxic in our soul. So that's why you might have heard when you're reading the Word of God, the Word is reading you. Okay? There is a manual for your life, the Bible. And as you read the Bible, it is living and active, meaning it's exposing to you and disposing of everything toxic in your soul. Okay? So you might feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You might feel like this verse is just being highlighted to you, like it's literally jumping off the page and speaking to you. You might feel like God is reading your mail, right? As you're reading this verse, you're like, woof. You right. <laughs> That's for me, right? Anything that is not in agreement with God is consumed. That's the power of God's word. So, so powerful, okay? So four ways you know a soul is sick. One, it's broken. It's disconnected from your spirit, devoid of the influence of the Holy Spirit. And when you decide to move away from the known will of God, when you start laying down your principles, when you start ignoring righteous standards that keep your life protected, when you start operating without any boundaries, when you just let other people or other influence dictate how you do things, 
you're operating with a carnal mind. And it says in Romans 6, 8, that the carnal mind is at war with God. So essentially, you're inviting an ongoing battle against the things of God into your life. Of course, every day is going to feel really overwhelming. Two, we're consumed with someone or something who doesn't agree with our spirit and actively pursuing something that we know disagrees with us. So this could be an addictive relationship. It could be returning to what harms you. The Bible says in Proverbs 26, 11, that doing that sort of behavior is like a dog returning to its vomit. Doesn't get any more blunt than that. So constantly having our peace tampered with and allowing things that we would have never tolerated or allowed otherwise. Number three, when you get what you desire, but you're always miserable, right? Sometimes we get what we want and then we realize that was not healthy for us, but we got it, but it was never meant for us. And number four, you forsake and hurt people who've been loyal to you. So when you have a sick soul, usually you try to isolate from yourself from people that are well-meaning, from people that have been there for you, from people that tell you the truth, from people that want what's best for you. You start cutting off the influence of those people in your life because you want to operate in known sin or in the things that you know are not right for you. You want to do that and you don't want anyone else to tell you otherwise. That's a rebellious spirit at work, right? So, that is really, really interesting, right? <laughs> now, here's some traits of real love, and we'll talk about how you know someone is for you, okay? When you are encountering real love, because a lot of times this is not just business relationships or associates or family members. This could be partners, people you're dating, spouses, that sort of thing. So it's important to know what real love looks like, okay? So real love, they treat you with respect, they stand up for you, they believe in you, they listen to you, they really know you, like really, really know you, they respect your feelings, they want you to be happy, they don't want to sabotage your happiness, they cherish you, they love to treat you and celebrate you, they value you, they enjoy you, they treat you with kindness, they support your endeavors, they intimately know details about those too, they feel excited for you when you succeed, not jealous. They feel empathy for you when you feel sad or scared or unsure. Their honesty comes from a place of love. They want what's best for you. And they'll literally support you and try to figure out ways to support you and, and spur you on to good works. They defend you to others. They care about you. They trust and respect your instincts and your ability to make sound decisions they encourage you, they truly love you, not just with their words, but also and especially with their actions, okay? So really, really important. We went through how you can't heal other people that have a sick soul and how you can never really partner with somebody with a sick soul because unless they do their work, it's going to be an unequally yoked relationship. That's also a church world type term, but all it means is mentally, are you aligned with this person? Emotionally, are you aligned? Spiritually, are you aligned? Physically, are you taking care of yourself and aligned in that way? Relationally, socially, do you have the same vision and mission? Are you guys pursuing the same things, right? Like if you don't have 
alignment, can two walk together unless they agree? The answer is no, you cannot, right? And sometimes we just think about alignment as like a lot of times you'll hear that and usually that's just like a sexual relationship of being unequally yoked, right? The Bible will say, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, right? How can you really partner and get sound counsel and mentorship from somebody that doesn't believe by faith what you do? That doesn't make sense. Are they going to point you to the word of God? Are they going to pray for you? Are they going to cover you? Do they have lived experience of a, a relationship with God? How can you take advice from that person? That doesn't make sense, right? How can you walk with that person? It doesn't mean that you can't pour into that person, but how are you going to take advice from that person? That makes zero sense, right? So when you think about someone's soul and their soul being sick, if this person is actively operating all of this, not being responsible, not being accountable, doesn't have a vision for their life, isn't running with endurance after that thing, like they can't even care for themselves. How would they possibly care or have anything to deposit and invest and contribute to you, right? You can't partner and run with that person, okay? So when you're thinking about who you partner with in business, in life, these are huge decisions and you've got to see it. Like if somebody does not have capacity, you got to see that for what it is. Like, yes, you can still see them the way God sees them. You can still love them and honor them and pour into them and be good to that person. But you do not partner with that. You do not partner with that, right? Because a lot of times, especially in this hidden and emotional psychological abuse, right? A lot of times we get hooked on vision. We get hooked on false promises. We get hooked on this stuff and we live there for years and years and years. We hang on to false promises and potential and we forsake what we're being shown. The fruit. We're not looking at the fruit, right? The person's actions and how they're behaving are producing fruit. What is the fruit that their life is currently producing? Is that life capable of producing the fruit of what you see and where you're called to? If it is not, how can that person help you build that thing? So you've got to think about this when it comes to a business, when it comes to a partnership, when it comes to a life, right? There's going to be elements that you know make for that being possible. The fruit, the character, right? The commitment, the actions, the behaviors, all of that. It will add up and it will make sense. It won't be confusing. It'll be clear, okay? So we talked about healing and restoration. We talked about what survivors experience and we dove deep into all these characteristics, okay? So how do you know then if somebody is a godsend, okay? And man, you can pray these people in, you can sow seeds for this, you can get impartation from different people that are anointed, right? You, The anointing you respect and honor, right? And sow into is often the anointing that you receive, okay? So there's ways that you can really be open to receive divine connections in your life. But here's how you know that someone is actually sent by God, right? Because you always want to be asking, for the record, who sent you? <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. You don't necessarily have to go say this out loud to people. But for you, and even in your quiet time with God, God, who sent this person? Did you send this person? Because when God wants to bless your life, he will send a person. And when the enemy wants to curse your life, and get you stuck with a counterfeit, he will send a person. 
okay? Because when the enemy sends a person, that person will bring strife into your life. They will draw you out of God's will, God's way, and draw you straight into sin and straight into dysfunction and straight into strife and straight into chaos and toxicity of every kind, just wickedness, okay? And a lot of times this isn't even necessarily intentional. Sometimes people don't actively know that they're doing this, so you got to know. You got to know what you're partnering with and what you are accepting and tolerating and allowing into your life. You've got to be able to guard your heart. That's no small matter. Okay? So five ways to know someone is sent by God. Number one, they come with a blessing and they expect nothing in return. They bless you. Okay? And it's with purity, not manipulation. They don't have another agenda running. They don't have these ulterior motives. Okay, so the enemy will send people to drain you in your mind, in your body, your resources, your money. All right. But God will send somebody to bless you. And these people won't be expecting anything in return. They will just bless you. Okay, so that could be in many ways. That could be a teaching. That could be their um, time their energy, their resource, their presence. It could be a physical gift, but they will bless you and they will not expect anything in return. They will just bless you and keep it moving. They just were led to to sow into you and then they keep it moving, all right? Number two, they will bring godly wisdom. You will see that they love God. You will see it. They won't even show it off. You will just see it. They will bring godly wisdom. They will be someone that can help you grow in advance in life. They delight in the law of the Lord. They are equally yoked. They help you produce fruit and prosper in the things of God. Okay? So they have a life that demonstrates that they love the Lord. You can see the fruit of the Spirit on it. You can see their love. You can see their kindness. You can see their generosity. You can see their meekness. You can see their humility genuine humility, right? You can see that they're honest. You can see that their life is progressive. You can see fruit in their life, right? And they bring you godly wisdom. They know the truth and they're walking in it. They're living it. Like their life is literally a testimony of what's possible with God. Number three, they challenge you to go higher and do better. And they tell you what you need to hear. Okay, so an example of this dynamic is Naomi with Ruth. This woman was covering her. She was challenging her to prepare for what's next in her life for meeting Boaz in this instance. But they challenge you to come up higher, to really dress for where you're going, right? Because there is levels in God, right? There's one thing to be saved, but there's levels to really walking out the destiny that's on your life and to actually stepping into the fullness of these promises that God has promised to you, right? A lot of promises are principled. You've got to apply the word to get it. A lot of them are conditional. You have to do this and, right? A lot of it comes by revelation. It comes by character development. It comes by spiritual maturity and growing in authority and in your anointing. It's going through tough stuff, but coming out better, right? Not everybody does that. Right? It's like the principle of the sower and the reaper. There's really four different scenarios there, right? Sometimes people can go and they can get a good word and then the enemy just sweeps it up immediately. Sometimes people can hear the word and be super excited about it. They feel something and then they just forget about it 
after they hear the word, right? Sometimes people can, you know, really receive a word in one moment, but they don't have good soil. It's not falling on good ground, okay? But then there are people that have good seed and, right, they're hearing the word of God because the seed is usually the word of God, okay? So they're receiving good seed and they were there, so they're getting the word of God and they're actually good soil. So they can actually go through things and still produce. Okay. How many of you know there's people out there that look like they're producing because they're just in the best season ever? And like hell is waging war against that person, but you have absolutely no clue because they are still producing. They are in pain. There's a clear war happening that they know about, but nobody else has any idea because the produce on their life, it looks like they're flourishing. No, no, no. Don't mistake that. That is actually somebody that is mature, somebody that's actually growing up in God, somebody that's actually applying the word of God to their life and seeing the power of it in their life. Okay? So there are levels to getting more access into the kingdom, into the things of God, into receiving different promises. All right? And not everybody gets those. A lot of us get stuck in circumstances, in feelings like worry, fear, doubt, insecurity, right? Discomfort. And others of us get stuck up in the pleasures of life, right? We just don't feel like doing things. We don't have time for the things that are actually going to grow us, but we do have time for the things that really aren't good for us, right? A lot of us get stuck in a lot of worldly things that we can never advance, okay? So number three Somebody sent by God will challenge you to go higher and do better. They're going to tell you what you need to hear. They're not going to enable you in your dysfunction. Okay? This kind of goes hand in hand with that. Number four, they hold you accountable. They help you to grow into where you're going. Right? They model how God chastises those that he loves. So what that means is they teach, they impart, they patiently correct they even rebuke, but with good teaching and it's rooted in love, okay? Because this is actually the protocol of God, all right? And it's the fivefold ministry. So if you're not familiar with the fivefold ministry, there's apostles, there's prophets, there's evangelists, there's pastors, and there's teachers. And some people can flow in these different elements of the fivefold ministry, right? But these people are designed to hold you accountable. God holds us accountable, People that represent God well also do that too, right? Because really you don't know what you don't know and you can't flow at a level that you haven't attained yet. You just can't do it, okay? So you've constantly got to be learning and growing and it's so important that you have good mentorship. Like a lot of times we get stuck because we're like, everything I need is on the inside of me. Yes, well, while that's true, like how are you getting it out? Like are you doing a great job activating what's on the inside of you? Do you see your blind spots? How have you been doing at working out what's in you? We all need help. There's things that we just can't see. We all have blind spots. And we need people that can help activate us into different levels of destiny. That's wisdom. There's wisdom in a multitude of counselors, right? So when we get stuck, usually in pride, thinking that we don't need help, that keeps us stuck way longer than we need to be stuck, okay? And then lastly, number five, they recognize you. And they have your best interest at heart. So they will see you for who you are. They will see what's in you, what you carry, 
even if you're not operating in it yet, even if you're only in the early stages of it, they will see you, they will see beyond the exterior, okay? And there will be this like reciprocal recognition. There will be, you know, like if you were finding your next mentor, your next coach, your next person, right? That God sent, you would recognize that, yep, that's her. That's him. That's my guy. That's my girl. Like God sent me to that person and I'm ready to receive what they have, what God has for me through that relationship. I'm ready to receive that. You will recognize it and then they will recognize you. Okay. So a lot of times I will see that I have prayed people in (laughs) and then they see me as an answered prayer. So there's this mutual reciprocal recognition. Okay. As an example or different mentors. I know when I have completed some relationships, right? They they can't go beyond. I've learned everything that I can from them. And then I'll see when God is already highlighting my next teacher, my next mentor, right? He'll highlight them to me. Some have been in my life long-term, but you know I can also see it in that way. Or when I'm really sensing God wants me to grow in this area, he always has somebody lined up to help me. It could be a program. It could be a a teacher, a mentor, a coach, somebody, a spiritual advisor, but somebody is always in queue ready to support me, right? And I'm on the lookout for that as well. So in case that's helpful, okay? So valuable, valuable, valuable stuff right here. You, there is a difference between who God sends and who is not sent by God. And when we are not aware of this, we open ourselves up to all sorts of, could be at the level of abuse, but definitely distraction, confusion, chaos, drama, and unnecessary suffering. Okay, so it's so, so important that we start becoming aware, that we start embracing our healing, that we start getting the restoration that we do need and require in our souls, that we start viewing ourselves correctly, that we start growing up in God and maturing in love, that we start showing up with courage, right? That we learn how to develop staying power in the midst of challenges, that we're not so easily moved by what we think or by what we feel, but we actually can be really close to God and move according to his spirit and come out stronger, right? Like, think about your life. Many of you can probably say, definitely if you're here, that you don't look like what you've been through. That's God, right? Where you started and what you've been through do not disqualify you from where God is taking you, but you've got to be committed to that process. There is God's part and there's your part, okay? And God often exposes things so that we can do something about it, so that we can trust him, so that we can embrace the process of cutting things off that aren't meant to be in our life, of healing right? Of, of finally getting to a place of wholeness that so we actually do know and can discern and operate in wisdom, what is for us and what is not for us, who is with us, who is not, right? You need to operate closely, intimately connected with God in order to walk by faith and in order to really see his influence in your life, right? You're not going to be moved by God's influence if the influences of the world and the enemy are stronger in your life. So there comes a point where you get to decide what are you going to do about that? Are you going to keep letting these wrong influences take over your life and choke out the blessings and the promises of God? Or are you going to rise up and cut those things off and start moving 
into the things of God with all your heart, right? When you seek the kingdom with all your heart, right? Those that seek me with all their heart will find me. When you seek the kingdom first, when you go at it with all your heart, right? All these other things will be added unto you. But a lot of times we get all of this backwards and confused and we don't have time to be sleepwalking through life. We've got to wake up, okay? So I hope this is helpful to hear. I know that truth like this can be hard to hear, right? Because there's always a responsibility connected to it. We become responsible for the word that we hear. We do, right? When we try to live in denial and pretend like we don't know things, we think that keeps us safe, but it keeps us in suffering often for years and doing lots of things that we never had to choose. But we were afraid. We were afraid to choose a higher path, okay? But you're called to it. And that path includes freedom. It includes peace. It includes authority, power, joy, faith confidence, boldness, breakthroughs, transformation beyond what you can think or imagine, it's worth it. But there's going to be a fight for it. The enemy is not going to just let you walk into that kind of life. It's why he's been tormenting you for years. But there comes a point where you decide, are you going to keep getting bullied by the enemy? Or are you going to do something about it? And if you're going to do something about it, you can't go at it alone. And you can't do it without God. All right. So I hope that encouraged you. I've got a couple of things to offer you here to plug into. One, if you are really wanting to walk out a faith walk, I know that I didn't come from a legacy of faith. I had no clue how to do this. It was something that was really intimidating to me and daunting. So something that we've done, we've created a 30 days of faith walking program. This is developed off of a manual. So you can get the manual, but you don't need it. I'll guide you through this entire manual. It's the rule and reign the faith walker manual that I wrote. But we've guided you through a 30-day of faith walking program. So you can get connected into that and view that as a devotional for 30 days. Just go on this journey of developing your faith, okay? And start walking by faith, not by your flesh. Not by your carnal nature, not by your fear, not by your thoughts and all of your unruly thoughts and emotions, but walking by faith, okay? And so we start laying that down day by day by how you can do that. The other thing is I do have a couple of remaining spots on my calendar to work together one-on-one. Okay. So when you look in the show notes, there's a link so you can book these meetings immediately. You can do a 30 minute clarity call. You can do a breakthrough session, or you can actually get a package and we can work together longer term, which is where a lot of breakthrough happens. All right. So that is available to you. If you want to get plugged in, you can either click on the link in the show notes all right, or you can also email my team. It's info at julianapage.com and we can get those details and links and all of that over to you, okay? But if you know that you need help, make sure that you go after the help that you need. You are meant to be powerful. You are not meant to be weak. You are not meant to be broken. You are not meant to be a coward in your life and shrinking back from things. You are meant to rise up and win. You are meant to walk out victory. You are meant to break through. You are meant to release generational blessings. You are meant to be bold and very courageous. You are meant to be mighty in God, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. You are meant to be surrounded by people that know you, that are destiny helpers, that want to champion you and support support you. And if you've never experienced that, Courage Co. is a great place to start. All right. www.courageco.org. You can find the faith walking program there. We have weekly small groups that you can get plugged into immediately. 
We have these monthly trainings in the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle, and we also have a VIP mastermind and other things that you can dive deeper into, depending on where you're at, okay? But get the help that you need. It is so, so important. God is definitely moving. So many people are in transition. He's ushering them into new things. But how many of you know you cannot embrace that new thing if you are attached to old things? You can't step fully into a new thing when you are attached to old things. So God will often expose that so that you can cut those things off. And he will give you the strength to do it. And the tools and the people and the support and everything you need. Just got to give him your yes. All right? So I hope this message blessed you. I look forward to connecting with you and diving deeper in these different things. And I'll see you in Courage Go. Until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. 
If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.